In Senegal, West Africa, dairy farmers are among the poorest members of the population. Most of the milk they produce is poured away, simply because they have no way to store it and no one to sell it to. That's a serious situation, and not just for the farmers. For the children of low-income Senegalese families, it means an important source of nutrition is lost, and the rate of child malnutrition is high. But about a decade ago, things started to change in Senegal. It was then that a visionary young vet founded a dairy. You're listening to Foodpod Denmark, bringing you the stories about innovative people from the Danish food cluster and how they're making a difference in the world. I'm Kath Mersch. Welcome to Foodpod. The young Senegalese vet was Bagore Batali. His idea was to base his dairy on milk collected from local farmers. Since then, farmers close to the dairy have been able to sell their milk and earn money from it. The dairy uses the milk to make yogurt and sell it at a price that families on the lowest incomes can afford, reducing the risk of malnutrition because of the protein, calcium and other nutrients the yogurt contains. This episode of Food Pod is about how Bagore has been working with Danish innovators to make each liter of milk go further and about how the farmers are now being helped to get more milk from their cows so even more of Senegal's low-income families can benefit. Here's Bagoray talking about his homeland and the conditions that inspired him to start his dairy, La Laterie du Bégère. In Senegal, um, we are 14 million people now, and 50% of the population earns less than uh, 1.5 euro per day. So, of course, uh, with that, we don't have access to a lot. We are very young also. We are a very young population. Half of the population is also less than... 17. In Senegal, it's a fact of life that the families on the lowest incomes typically eat an unvaried diet and have poor access to health care. And many mothers are very young when their first child is born. This explains why severe anemia is common and why, according to UNICEF, almost a fifth of children below the age of five are stunted in their growth and development. You have all the, the ingredients to make malnutrition. Some economists from World Bank, they said, oh, nowadays uh, in, in Africa, the, the, the most efficient uh, investment should be for the government, should be in nutrition. When you put $1 in it, you, you get back $20. So my part of uh, the, 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 the job when I, when I was imagining this business was to build this milk collection system. Today, the collection system reaches out to 800 rural dairy farmers. The milk is picked up twice a day by collectors on bicycle, who cycle 50 kilometers on each round trip. The farmers get paid for the milk, the collectors get paid for picking it up, and Bagoré has also created jobs at his dairy. Meanwhile, the French food company Danone, which has invested in the dairy, has helped to turn the dairy's yoghurt into a successful Senegalese brand, Dolima. We have a very strong brand growing like crazy. I mean, it's going to be the first brand of the country in a couple of years. So you have a lot of poor uh, consumers, in fact. They make the volumes. They are the, the, the consumers for the, the industry. So uh, you, you need to make a, an affordable product, a product that is 
what they expect about quality, uh, the value for money. If you want to be really industrial, to have a lot of workers uh, to build the supply chain, we need volumes. And if we want to make volumes, our target will be people who earn few money because <laughs> they are the, the, the big figures in, in our country. For a while, Bagaret's focus on producing high volumes of low-priced products looked like it was going to stand in the way of the dairy's continuing growth. The dairy simply wasn't making enough money to invest in expanding its production capacity so it could produce more yoghurt at the right affordable price. Through Danon, Bagaret came into contact with whey-based ingredient supplier Arla Foods Ingredients. And there, he got to know business development manager Charlotte Sernsen. We didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. Then we talked about the, the best product. What is the best product we should do here? A product that is not expensive, uh, that is stable out of the cold chain. Which ingredient we have to use to, to do it? And Charlotte was really a, a designer. We did a product that was less expensive than, than the basic recipe, better in taste and higher in energy. Just like that in three months. What Alafu's ingredients actually did was replace some of the milk and the yogurt with whey permeate, an ingredient that is less expensive than milk and rich in milk calcium and other minerals. The bottom line for Bagaray's dairy is that it can now make more and better yogurt from the farmer's milk and at a lower price. It's projects like these that illustrate perfectly how multinational companies can work with local producers to strengthen local supply chains to mutual benefit. To business development manager Charlotte Sernsen, this is what sustainable business is all about. It's a completely new way of, of looking into business. And we know that if we're going to do something, having a social impact in Africa, then we need to find the right food manufacturers who are willing to invest in the, in the local society and develop the local society. You can do a big difference by helping these people and they will also be customers of the future. Being a part of the Arla Foods Dairy Cooperative, Arla Foods Ingredients is also close to the farmers that deliver the milk for its products. And this is where we bring the story full circle, because one of those Arla farmers is Pierre Ustegor, and he is now working with Bagoray to help the Senegalese dairy farmers increase the milk production of their cows, an area where Pierre is quite the expert. We found him at his farm in northern Denmark. We have around 160 animals total, and uh, 80 of this is milking cows, and the rest is uh, heifers and cows. This is where we walk through to the milking barn. That's what you can hear in the background. Every cow uh, have a production uh, around um, 50,000 liters of milk in the total life they have here. So uh, it's a little bit more than uh, the average in Denmark. On Piers Farm, Around 60% of the land is used for growing enough feed to keep the animals fit and healthy through winter. In Senegal, his goal is to help Bagaray and the farmers produce the food they need to nourish the cows through the annual dry season. I see the same problem all places. It is the livestock have not feed and therefore they not have yield. Many places is one liter in a day, other places it is three liters in a day. But the same cows, they can produce uh, the same as uh, the cows in Denmark. If they understand this know-how, 
and use the Danish system so I can see the production going up and they will have a total better life standard. Here, ten years after he started his venture, Vagaray can see signs that the farmers' living standards have improved. As the household income has gone up, many have replaced their wooden homes with sturdier, more comfortable houses made of brick. His focus now is to use their milk to make a new affordable yogurt that contains more of the nutrients that many Senegalese children lack. Once again, he's working with Shalodda at Alifu's ingredients to achieve that. Now I'm here, in fact, to work on a project to fortify in micronutrients. So it's a new area of impact. As I told you, I'm a vet. I wanted to do it to give money to the, the work of the breeders. Today, um, there is a, a new area that is nutrition. When the new fortified yogurt is ready for market launch, it will still cost just 15 euro cents, like all the dairy's affordable products. This is the value of the small Senegalese coin that mothers use to buy a little extra nutrition for their children. Thanks to Bagoray, Shalodda and Pierre for that inspiring tale about how their teamwork is helping to break the vicious cycle of malnutrition in Senegal. If you'd like to learn more, you can find pictures and links on our website, foodpod.dk. This episode of Foodpod was produced with music and audio optimization by Johnny Kuhn. Hosting and social media management by Jan Syerson. Interviews and story production by me, Kath Mersch. Thanks for listening, and if you liked what you just heard, please share it. FoodPod will be back soon with more innovative stories from the Danish food cluster. Mm-hmm.